Daf Tes, page uh, fifteen, uh, page seventeen in the uh, secular numbers. Parakei. In order to add further clarification to this aforementioned concept, which concept is he talking about? Lushan Tvisa. The language of grasping. Sha'amar Elio, that Elio says, this is a, a chapter in, it's printed in most Sidurim before Shach, it's called Pasach Eliova, um, it's a chapter of the Zayr, quoting Elio Navi. Elio Navi says, Les Machshava Tvisa Be Klau, Tvisa Bach Klau, that no mind can grasp God. What's funny is that the Baltani is going to go on and tell us exactly how the mind can grasp God. Okay? Hine, third line of chapter 5. Every mind, every brain, when it grasps and attains using its intellectual power, is a muscle, when the mind grasps in an idea, is the mind is able to grasp the idea and even in English we use this language I can't wrap my brain around it so here he's using that language and the person wraps their brain around it they wrap their mind around the idea the idea is wrapped it is grasped and it is embodied within the brain that was able to grasp it and to understand it okay, let's pause here so the Baltani introduces the fact that when a person grasps any idea the mind envelops and it's a very good term that we use in English I, I wrap my brain around it so if you're learning mathematics and you learn that if you take a pie and you cut the pie into four pieces, that that is considered each piece is one quarter, and you get that idea, so you now grasp the concept called fractions. Okay? So your mind has grasped the idea. Now let's apply that to Torah. You apply, this week, Maish Rabbeinu introduces into the world the concept called Ekal V'chaymer, it's a piece of logic which says that if um, a, uh, let's say, uh, if a Tommy person is allowed to enter the city of Yerushalayim, so for sure a Tommy person is allowed to enter the land of Israel, right? Because the Kedusha there is less. It's a form of logic. So if a person grasps a Torah idea, their mind encompasses. You have a visual? The mind encompasses the Torah idea. Okay? Store that in Compartment A. It has something to do with it, but that's not what he's. You'll see what he's focusing on in a second. Now, but in addition, there is a phenomenal second effect that happens when you when you're thinking about Torah. But there's a whole other thing, which is not that the mind is wrapped around the idea but that the mind is wrapped in the idea. The idea is around the mind. The mind at the time when one is actively thinking, 
then the mind is encompassed by the idea during the time that the person grasps and understands the idea I'll give an example when a person understands and he attains any clearly with clarity the person gets it so at that moment, the person's mind is wrapped around the idea. And what's more, at the time that he's actively thinking about it, at that moment the person's mind is wrapped in the idea. Now, the distinction between these two points is very simple. Let's say we grasp the halacha then on an uh, apple, one should say the bracha bari priyates. Okay? We learn the halacha, we get the halacha. Okay? That halacha is now embedded in our minds. You move on to something else, like I have to do carpool, the halacha is still embedded in your mind. Right? But you're not actively thinking about it now. That's the distinction between these two times. So, it's possible for the idea to be in your mind, but you're not actively thinking about it. Then your mind has still grasped the halacha. This gives us an understanding of why people stand up for a Talmud Chacham. Because the, the Talmud Chacham's mind contains all that Torah, even if at the time the Talmud Chacham is thinking, how do I get to the front of the room without so many people standing up? The fact is that it's still there in their hard, on their hard drive. Whereas when the Talmud Chacham is actively thinking about the halacha, then you have two things going on. The mind is wrapped around the idea, but now also the mind is contained in the idea because he's actively thinking about it. Now we'll see in a minute why that's important. Let's analyze this. This halacha, that on an apple you say a bayer priyayitz. Turn the page. That very fact, that halacha, is the wisdom and the will of the Creator. Hashem decided, when Reuven comes along and makes a claim against Shimon for so much money, and Shimon says, no, I don't owe you a thousand dollars, I only owe you five hundred dollars. And the halacha is, that the halacha is, and this is in the you know in the Gemara and in the Mishnah and in the Rambam and so on that the halacha should be that the uh, that he owes him this and this amount says the Baltanya. Even if this halachic situation will never happen in the history or the destiny of the world, and nonetheless, if we're learning that halacha. Since this idea that if Reuven says this and Shimon says this, that the halacha will be such, and that is the desire and the wisdom of the Creator, that if one will say this and the other one will say this, that the ruling will be such. What comes out of that is when a person knows and grasps with their intellect. Psak this law. As it is given to us in the Mishnah or in the Gemara or in the Rambam or the Shulchan Aruch. What's happening? 
v'tayfes umakif b'sichlay. At that moment, the person is grasping and understanding and enveloping in their mind. What is he enveloping? It's not a financial halacha. It is ritzaynoi v'chachmasay shalakadosh baruch hu. This is the will and the desire and the wisdom of Hashem delays machshava tvisa bay about whom we just said moments ago that no mind can possibly grasp him, but even more so, no mind can possibly grasp We can't even grasp God's wisdom or God's desire because just as He is infinite. His desire and His wisdom is infinite. Well, if that's the case, of what value is Torah? So He says, here it is, Ki im bislab shusam, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as He said in the last parak, HaKadosh Baruch Hu did us the ultimate favor, as He quoted earlier, B'makam sh'atamaytzi gedulas, sh'amatamaytzi gedulas, in the place where you find Hashem's greatness, that's where you find His humility. What's His humility? His humility is that he allowed his wisdom and his desire to be embodied and, and enclosed in Ba'alachais, Haruchais, Lefaneinu, ingraspable intellectual material in the halacha that he has given us. So, therefore, when we are understanding any detail of Torah, what do we have in our heads? Chachmas Hashem. We have our minds wrapped around that which is impossible to understand. And that is the wisdom of Hashem. But even more so, he goes on to say, But vigam bahem. At the time that we're thinking about it, not only does our mind grasp God, God's grasping our mind. Because at the time that we're thinking about something, our minds are completely enveloped in a godly idea. So, there's a double wrap going on. The mind is wrapped around the idea, and the idea, when a person is actively thinking about it, the idea is enveloping the mind. So we're just a bunch of Jewish rappers. says these are astounding words, and this is an awesome unity. Shein yichud kamayuv there is nothing comparable found in the physical world. That something can be so unified with something else. That the brain can be actively wrapping around an idea. And at the same time, the mind can be enveloped in an idea. There is no form of unity in the physical world that is in any which way comparable. Well, you'll see now he's going to say about mitzvahs. To address your point. Drink, fellas. Vizais, this aspect of the double enveloping, Vizais, Maila, Yisera, Gidoilov, and Ifla, Lian Kates. Just such strong words. This ability is an advantage which is greater and more wondrous infinitely more wondrous. Asher b'mitzvahs yediyas ha-toyre Now, he's splitting the mitzvah of Talmud Torah into sections. He's saying, and again, this is a, 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 something which is discussed a great deal in the Paiskim, is that there's a separate mitzvah 
to know Torah. There's a mitzvah to learn, right? There's a mitzvah to speak words of Torah, but there's a mitzvah to know as much Torah as a person can. Okay? So this advantage of having one's mind envelop Torah ideas is this mitzvah has an advantage, I'll call a mitzvah's over any physical mitzvah, to address your point, Gavi, even the mitzvahs that apply in speech, even the mitzvah of learning in speech, okay? So that, because those are all external mitzvahs. Whereas this mitzvah involves the, the total wrapping of one's being in the, um, in the, in the enveloping of the idea in one's mind in a total way. So he, he doesn't dismiss those. Ki al yidei kol ha-mitzvah Because through all other mitzvahs that pertain to speech and to action. So again, first of all, those mitzvahs only exist while the person is doing it. So while you're wearing your tefillin, while you're wearing your tzitzis, you're enveloped in the uh, light of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But that's only while you're doing it. There's no acquisition. The minute you take a tefillin off, you're not wearing the tefillin. Masha'enken, Yediyas HaTayra, the minute you know and understand the concept in Torah, it's in your mind. That mitzvah is an ongoing mitzvah. So therefore, this advantage, this intimacy that exists with the knowledge of Torah is something that outweighs all other mitzvahs, no question that while a person is doing all other mitzvahs, HaKadosh Baruch Hu enrobes, encompasses the soul, umakifa, and wraps it, or Hashem, with the energy of HaKadosh Baruch Hu from head to toe. But when it comes to the knowledge of Torah, milvat Hashem, in addition to the fact that the mind is totally enwrapped in the Chachma. Now, what, what's he saying here? This is the normal mitzvah aspect of it. Because every time you're learning Torah, two things are going on. There's a mitzvah to learn. So it's a mitzvah like all other mitzvahs. In addition to that, there's the intimacy of, of the human mind being able to wrap itself around the Torah idea. So that's what he's saying. However, when it comes to knowledge of Torah, milvad, in addition to the fact that it's a normal mitzvah, and therefore, that the mind is enveloped at that moment in the wisdom of Hashem, which would be comparable to putting on tefillin, which would be comparable to putting on a wearing tzitzis, and like any other mitzvah. But what's more than that, look what happens. When we're learning Torah, the wisdom of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is inside of us. Masha Seichel Masig, that which the mind is able to grasp. V'tayfes, umakif b'sichleh, that we can wrap in our minds. Masha Efshaleh, nitvayis, ulahasig, midiyas ha-Torah. That which a person can grasp of the knowledge of Torah. Ishkifi sichleh, each person according to their level of intellect. V'kayichi diyasoi, or his power of knowledge. V'hasagasoi, and his attainment. 
Bipshat, Remesh, Drush, and Tzayd. Again, and there we spoke about last week that each person, according to their level of, of uh, Nishama, they have a different attainment. Some people are better in one area, some people are better in another area. But, but each person, according to how much he extends himself in his uh, grasp of Torah, to that degree, does he envelop Hashem Mamish in his head? Because remember, we, we, he quoted the Rambam, uh, what was it, two Surim ago, where the Rambam says that unlike any other intellect, Einstein is, is tief in dread, and his wisdom continues. Masha Enkei, come bring in a chair. Masha Enkein, when it comes to the Chacham of Hashem, Hashem and his knowledge are inseparable. And therefore, when a person grasps a Torah idea, they are containing HaKadosh Baruch Hu inside of their, inside of their being. Isn't that a dangerous concept if the person looks at this in face value and what you said was a different level, implying that Hashem has different levels? The way HaKadosh Baruch Hu manifests himself in this world has different levels, sure. So even though you're delving yourself in turn according to your own level, Right. Yeah. Okay. That shouldn't be a surprise. So let's take take in Makkah. Let's take in space. Are there clearly places that have greater exposure of godliness, and places that have less? Kadesh Kadoshim, Beis Hamikdash, Yerushalayim, Harabais, Yerushalayim. Right. You have different levels of Kadosh. Same thing happens in Torah. There are levels in Torah where there is more godly revelation and less godly revelation. Right. Here, this is it. You're, this is it in Chutzlar. Now, we're by the five lines from the bottom of the page on page eighteen. Take it a step further. Since when we're talking about the intellectual knowledge of Torah. The Torah becomes one. With the soul, it becomes enclosed in the soul of man. In their mind. And it becomes enveloped inside of the person's nefesh, and the person's mind. For this reason, we find throughout the Sifri Kodesh that Torah is referred to as food. Why? What's the comparison between food and Torah? Just like bread, physical bread. It, the purpose of bread, is to sustain the body. Bread only works to sustain the body if you eat it. When it enters into the person literally, and it's transformed within the person to become flesh and blood. And by doing so, the person is able to live. So too do we understand, spiritually speaking, with the knowledge of Torah up onto the next page. When a person is able to grasp an idea. And don't do it superficially. But we're talking about when a person grasps it well. If you want to use the comparison to food, don't swallow your food whole. Chew it. Right? And, and, and enjoy it. 
Be'iun sichloi, grasp it to the to the extent of your ability. Ad shenitveses b'sichloi to it till it's grasped in one's mind. Umis achedes imayim becomes one with him. V'hoyu le'achodim they become literally unified. Therefore, nasem moza in the nefesh it becomes food to the soul. And it becomes the source of life from the capital source of all life, the Infinite One. Because he is Because Hashem is contained. This is the first form of a capsule. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created all of Torah. The Torah is a capsule. Contained in that capsule is the infinite. This is what David HaMelech says, Your kishke, your Torah is in my kishkes. This is what the Arizal writes in Eitzchayim. The garments of the soul in Gan Eden are made up of action mitzvahs, v'atayra he hamazin, and tayra is the food l'nishamay shasku ba'ayna mazeh b'tayra l'shma. The the mitzvahs are the garments of the souls of Gan Eden, and tayra study is the food for the nishamays in Gan Eden of people who study tayra in this world b'tayra l'shma. If they studied what does that term mean? This is a bombshell, guys. What's the definition of lishma? Ulishma, the definition of learning Torah lishma, hainu The definition of turning of learning Torah lishma is in order to accomplish what we've just discussed here. To create a bond between us and Hashem. If we learn Torah for that purpose, then we're learning Torah Lishma. As we said here, by studying Torah, each according to our ability. Why else would you learn Torah? Huh? Why else would you not learn Torah? Uh, we'll get to it in a minute. Ve'amozayin, just finishing up the brackets here. Ve'amozayin ibchines arpnimi. Mozayin is continues the arizal is an internal energy. Va'levushim, but when we refer to garments, which are the um, result of the fulfillment of action mitzvahs, they are makifim. They are envelopers. Says the Balatanya, this is the reason, this whole shmuz that we had, about the fact that the study of Torah allows for this incredible intimacy between a Jew and a Kaddish Baruch Hu, is the reason that Chazal say, the Torah, the study of Torah equals all other mitzvahs combined. Why? Because all other mitzvahs are external garments. But Torah, since it is both intellectual and it is also a mitzvah, the study of Torah has both aspects. It has both 
the aspect of being sustenance, as well as being a garment. To the soul who grasps it as he is wrapped in it, while he's learning it, Billy Muda. When the person utters the words of Torah verbally, the vapor that the person emits as they say words of Torah becomes an enveloping light. Just as a side note, the Tzidr of Tzadik of the Svasem is one of the Pedrash Rebbes, says that it says by the Anani HaKavayt, that they were in the merit of Aaron The clouds of glory were in the merit of Aaron So, one of the Pahedish Rebbe said that they were made up of the vapor of Aaron's speech that he used to say to people, to make shalom between people. So that vapor that that went out of his mouth ended up becoming those clouds that protected Kali Yisrael later on. Now, the Nefesh HaChaim from Chaim Volozhenar takes off on this something vehement. He doesn't quote the Baltani by name, but he writes that Torah Lishma is defined by learning Torah for Torah's sake. Now, he certainly doesn't dismiss the idea of it bringing to Dveikus, but the Baltani is very carefully chooses the words here that the definition of Torah Lishma is in order to bond one's Neshama with HaKadosh Baruch no. So, I can't. It's a, it's, there's, a, there's a lot of rate about it in the Sefer Machshavot. Uh, distribute the copies of the Priya Aretz, because I would like to expound a little bit on, at least on this side of the, on this side of the fence. Um, I don't have clarity in the Nefesh Haim's position on the issue. I wouldn't be doing justice if I tried to talk about it. Third paragraph on the right side. This is the Priya Aretz in Parsha's Devarim. Now, who authored the Priya Aretz? Priya Aretz was authored by Menachem Mendel of Itepsk, who was the Baltania's mentor when he came to the Magid. And then he left uh, Ukraine and moved with several hundred families to Tveria and established the Hasidic presence in the land of Israel. But he was, according to many, was the successor of the Magid. After the Magid's passing, he was the person of greatest influence. So he wrote a sefer, Priharitz, which is, means the fruit of the land. And here you get a little, a glimpse into this concept of Torah the Shema, third paragraph on the right side. Hine klala de milsa. Here is the rule: the ikir v'shoyish that the root, the source of the study of Torah, is birdei lihiskashe b'shchina, is for the purpose of to connect oneself to the shchina. Ukidei, okay, so that is identical to what the Baltani just said, right? To Bound oneself to Hashem. And in order that the Torah should teach the person the fear of God, who I'd sorry, that to quote the Pasuk, the fear of Hashem is his treasure. And 
um, advice for the person. So you'll soon see what he's talking about. Vizel, this is the meaning of the Pasuk in Tehillim, Nochein Libay Batuach Bashem, that the person whose heart is correct, that person trusts in Hashem. Listen to these words. Viyamin Bemuna Shalema. We must believe with a total faith. Sha'achar Hayigia Ve'esika Torah, that after we toil and study Torah, Yimotse Mirgoyal Linavshay, the person will find tranquility. And a path in his soul, to come to holiness. And the study of Torah tempers the person to love holy things, with love, and endearment. And it will be in a person's mouth, like sweet honey. Like the Pasuk says in Tehillim, that Torah is sweeter than honey. They look, it seems, like we have two contradictory psukim. What is the contradiction? One pasuk in Mishlei says, That you got to go looking for it, like you got to mine silver. you got to go looking for it. you got to search for it. It's hard work. Another pasuk says, it's like, Gold and, and and great jewels doesn't seems like it comes very easily. Oh well, the Indian Kabbalah Chazal. The concept is as Chazal teaches: sheiket nai esek haTorah, a condition of the study of Torah. Tzorich lias ba'evin shamer Chazal. In the method that Chazal teaches, shetei yirasi kaded mislechachmasi, that a person's awe, a person's fear of God, must precede. Their wisdom. If the wisdom precedes the fear of God, not good things happen. Now, when that is the case, that a person's fear precedes their learning of Torah, then the study of Torah will be for the purpose of connecting to Hashem and the love of Hashem V'had beg bimidois, I mean, to cleave to his attributes, his character. Ukishiyamin be'emuna shalema, when we approach the study of Torah, and we believe with a complete faith, she'atorah te'fiya alav nahira, be'ilaneira al-reshi, that the Torah will illuminate our lives. Oh, is us, then, and only if we believe this, going into the study of Torah, then when we get and we connect ourselves through the study of Torah, then will we come to a true bond. And the Torah will illuminate like the morning. It's light upon us through that amuna, that that's the power that Torah has. Now we can understand the Pasuk. If you go looking for it, like silver, and like treasures, you go searching. He says, Let me, let's use the way of a parable. A person who goes looking for treasures, he comes upon a silver mine or a gold mine. you got to go digging. 
And when you dig, you got to go take out the sand and the earth. A person who knows that if they dig enough, they're going to find diamonds and jewels and gold, he removes every sack of cloth with joy. He removes the sand, and he does it with joy. All of his digging, why? Because he trusts. He's going to find the treasure. The person knows there's a treasure here. I'm going to find it. So I dig with Gishmak. I dig with joy. And then after the person finds the treasure, he imagines to himself, the tremendous pleasure, that he'll get, everything he wants to build and buy himself with the treasure. This is what Chazal say, before we sit down to learn, Accept upon oneself the yoke of heaven, meaning the amuna that this is going to work. There's got to be the amuna saying, I'm going into a mine. And I know that when I mine, when I go looking for gold, I'm going to find gold. That's the Kabbalah. That Malchus Shemaim is this awe and this faith. And after that, the person should accept upon himself the yoke of mitzvahs and the yoke of Torah. Because then the tzaddik will thrive in the Samuna. Look at these words. His study of Torah will work. It'll be effective. And his performance of mitzvahs will be effective. To cleanse his crude body, and to connect to godliness, with a total and complete bond, and it will give him the advice and the solutions, how to battle his Yetzirah. Because Torah is light, and it will illuminate his life. Ma'ashe'en Cain, this is not the case. Im lo yaktim ha'yirev emunah ba'ashem This will not be the case if a person's learning is not preceded by the awe and the fear ba'ashem u'b'toyro she'bivada yorcheshkoi. Without the emunah, that for certain the Torah will illuminate his darkness, it won't do it. Look at these words, it's unbelievable. Kol ha-tayru u-mitzvahs lo yayilu. All of his study and tayru and all of his mitzvah performance will not work. It won't help him. V'yisham migushim k'meshuhu and he will remain as crude and as thick and as as obtuse as he was. If what? If what? If he doesn't have the amuna going into it, that that's the effect the tayru will have upon him. If the person goes into it without the knowledge that Torah is the, the light of the world and that it is the capacity to illuminate his life and to cleanse him of, of all evil, then the Torah will not work. One second, let him, let him just finish the thought. He says, I believe that this is the Pshat. And what Chazal say, Yagati umatsasi tamin. I toiled and I found Tamin, believe him. Pirish. 
כי אחר היגיע, after the toil, שימצא, if you want to be able to find something after all of your toil, תאמין, what it requires is אמונה. יגעתי ומצאסי, if you want ever to be able to say that you toiled and then you found it, תאמין, what's required is the אמונה that it works. שבוודא ימצא. It requires אמונה that for sure you will find it. ובלתיו אמונה, without that אמונה, אין המויל הגיע, the toil will not work. וזהו אמרו חז"ל, this is what חז"ל is saying, לא אלא מיעסיק בתורי מצווה שלוי לשמה, a person should even study תורי מצווה שלוי לשמה. שמתוך שלוי לשמה יבוא לידי לשמה, because by learning שלוי לשמה, the person will come to learn for the right reason. פירש, שבטיחו חז"ל, what חז"ל are telling us is, don't worry about it. Just believe that it will be לשמה, and it will be לשמה. שבטיחו חז"ל, חז"ל פרמיסס, שבבד היה ולידי לשמה, it'll come to the right way. לכן אל יכבד לאדם, don't worry about it, השלוי לשמה. Don't worry about it, it's not working the way it's supposed to. Meaning, we gotta look at this like carrying out sandbags when we're mining. שרי אמס ואמונה, because it is the truth, and our emona, shemizeh yovei lidei lishma, that from this it will come lishma. Avo be'emes, but clearly, kol ika shalei lishma, while we're learning shalei lishma, our thinking has to be, tzarech liyaz bishvil shiyimatzi achkach alishma. A person must clearly have in mind, while he's learning shalei lishma, that ultimately it will come to it. V'yamin shebevada yimatzi. You must believe that afterwards it's going to happen. Oh, this tayvalei, then it'll work. Awesome. Is there going to be a No.